0: and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh, Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible
2: to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care.
0: talk about some sex
3: well i guess so
0: um hi everybody uh jeremy and brady here once Mm -hmm. again another another exciting episode coming at you uh but before i guess before we kind of get into the foreplay uh babe you know what tonight is what is it our first ever live show Oh here in Halifax. God, oh my
3: God! Oh my God! Oh my God! I know. Are you nervous? Oh my God! Oh God. I'm. I am a little bit nervous. It's been a while since I performed in this kind of way before. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be a
0: full house. Yep. We're at uh, the bus stop theater tonight. Sold out crowd. Mm-hmm. Going to be about a hundred bodies squished into that tiny little black box theater.
3: Mm-hmm. It's gonna get nice and hot. In it's there. gonna
0: get spicy as fuck. I think.
3: So dress accordingly.
0: Yeah. Dress. Uh, dress.
3: Provocatively,
0: like dress up like you were going to go to the spa, to the club. which is right next to the bus stop theater, Ooh, okay. where we went to spa night, uh, which mm-hmm. was a sex party.
3: Yeah, are they
0: we? Did... Oh, are we not allowed to say that?
3: I don't. I don't think Whoops. we're allowed to say
0: that. <laughs> well, it was there that night, but it's not there every night. So mm, there we go. Okay, saved my, saved ourselves. So all right, uh,
3: tonight <laughs> is our. Our first show live together, performing together pretty much. Uh,
0: for the first, first time ever. First time since, uh, since university, babe. Yeah. Remember that? It was the first time we ever kissed, was in university. Remember that? Remember? 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 <laughs> first time we ever kissed.
3: Kiss me like your mom.
0: Yep. That's what you said to me. We were <laughs> in rehearsals, and I suggested, uh, maybe we should improv a kiss here in this scene. Mm-hmm. That was my, that's how I, that was my. That'd that's you. how I hit on people. I, I <laughs> that, that we were talking. You uh, work
3: it into the script. I
0: work it into the script of the day. I'd be like, <laughs> uh, hey, working in a cafe next to me. Maybe we should work in a kiss here. <laughs> um, and that's what I said to you, and you were like, okay. And we did the scene. Uh, you were my dying wife, mm-hmm. and it was going to be the last time I ever saw you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I planted a kiss right on your face, and then and then this scene was over, and you you go, uh, yeah, one piece of feedback. Uh, don't kiss me like your mother. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we're going to be doing that tonight. Uh, and then, and then here's another interesting little thing. Yeah. Uh, man, I wish I had some like music to play, to play into this, like butthole waxing update. Oh, yeah. Butthole news up- break. Yeah, news break, butthole wax update. <laughs> um, I'm getting my butthole waxed today.
3: Oh, man.
0: So, here's the fucking crazy thing.
3: What is the crazy thing?
0: 1 p.m. today, which is, uh, if you're listening to this while we released it, it is Wednesday, May 17th, 2017. I, Jeremy Saunders, Mm -hmm. am going to be getting my butthole and my taint wax at 1 p.m. And I think we're going to try... To to,
3: broadcast it live.
0: To broadcast it live on Instagram. Uh, So, obviously, and basically Schedule
3: your lunch breaks accordingly. Oh, God. Either immediately prior to so you can catch it or following
0: so you can recover. Well, here's the thing is that... So, you're going to be doing the filming with the the phone. Yes. Hopefully, they're okay with this. I I don't see why not. But but please, don't get my butthole in the shot because we will for sure... Then get banned for real on Instagram. <laughs> we don't want that.
3: Maybe we put a clever disguise on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. We we'll put a little emoji <laughs> on the butt. I'm excited though. I'm excited. I'm excited, and excited
3: nervous. too. I'm excited because uh, I have a, a secret surprise special guest for you. But that's uh, that's what I wanted to tell you about the other day, but then pulled back and was like, "Wait, what? You, you know. have a secret
0: surprise special guest?" Yeah,
3: I mean, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a, a fun. Bridey and Jeremy event if there wasn't a surprise.
0: Tomorrow night? Mm-hmm. Or tonight?
3: Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. That's all I can say. What? That's all I can say. It
0: better fucking not be my mom or my dad. Because <laughs> I will be not happy. It's your
3: nan. Yes. Oh god.
0: Shit. Fuck off. It's
3: your nan and pop from Ontario. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Well, t- you
3: know, they're they're gonna take so many photos.
0: Yeah. Uh wait, are you so for real? You got a you got a special guest coming in tonight that I don't know about? Mm-hmm. You fucker.
3: But we should move right along now on All the right. old agenda of things to talk about.
0: All right. Well, uh, let's move move it along then. Uh, we've got a couple of brain boners. Oh, yes. Let's start with the brain boners and okay. then we'll go from there. All right. Uh, we have two brain boners that have come in. Um, if you're not familiar with these, uh, you can go on over to our website, send us your questions, your inquiries, your comments, and maybe we'll read them on the air. So this one's
3: pretty much more a comment or just like a shared little... Um, A little story from Bad Gal. Um, That's her name,
0: Bad Gal? Yeah. Nice name.
3: You can have whatever name you want on this podcast. You sure
0: fucking can. Yeah.
3: Hey, I really appreciate the podcast. I love frank and honest discussions about sex and sexuality. Something that does challenge me about listening is being a trans woman and reading into things more than maybe I ought to, but am ultimately attuned to, i.e., genitalia does not equal gender, That episode where you talked about whether you would sleep with trans people, slash people with dicks, whatever, was also hard. Either way, I really do enjoy listening, and I love all the effort you all put into making it fun and engaging and diverse in terms of topics. During your most recent episode, you talked about masculinity and about being pegged and called a little slut, bitch, and like afterwards, slash outside the bedroom, reaffirming masculinity. This made me think about a real cool interaction in my own life recently where I had sex with someone and we went for a couple times over the course of the night and I ended up topping him like three times. Topping doesn't really happen a lot for me because of lack of interest and general discomfort of the dynamics of being a woman but fucking someone with my penis. Either way, in between one of the rounds, the guy I was with looked at me and said something along the lines of, This may be awkward, but I just want you to know that you topping me bears no weight on how I view and value your femininity. And it was really profound. Mm-hmm. It was just someone telling me in the moment of vulnerability and naked bodies that as a trans person, I am valued because of who I am and not in spite of. And it was just great. Just wanted to share that Posi story because your episode made me think of it.
0: That's, Thanks so uh, much. That's really uh, sweet. Yeah. That, uh, that that was said. I wonder if they fell in love in that moment.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I why not? I mean, you'll fall in love it's a pre- little bit anytime anyone's bits are in your bits, don't you? Yeah,
0: and and then when someone pulls out something that romantic,
3: is that romantic?
0: I think that's pretty fucking romantic to say, you know, like or maybe maybe romantic isn't the right word, but I think that that is a, a pretty. Um, you well, know, like a real talk
3: in the middle human, of sex is always really great. Yeah,
0: like it's a very human and profound and beautiful thing to say to someone.
3: Um, I hope I got that little symbol right, the equal slash equal symbol. I had to google it uh to make sure it meant does not mean cuz I guess this means that we we referenced genitalia not equaling gender. And we were just having a little chat, you and I Jeremy about
0: I think sometimes we slip up and we we refer to genitalia equaling gender okay so like if you have a dick it means you are a man Mm -hmm. which obviously is not necessarily the case for bad girl bad girl has a penis but bad girl is a woman Mm -hmm. um so it i i want to say first off bad girl thank you for pointing that out because um as two cisgendered people who grew up in a very like cisgendered uh society Mm. uh this is all kind of new for us like and yeah and like
3: teaching moments are abundant and and, uh, even though i had to read that several times to kind of get a sense of what what it where our slip-up was and what it was you were saying it was you 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 broached that in such a um accessible and open-minded and kind of way
0: yeah which i think we need it's i i'm grateful that you you try to educate us in a in a very open Mm -hmm. way as opposed to a a sort of accusatory way um cool uh yeah
3: what's the the most profound thing someone ever said to you during sex
0: is that a boil on your dick
3: Ooh, that is (laughs) profound
0: (laughs) no no one said that to me (laughs) no 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 one's
3: ever mentioned your boil
0: no i don't have a boil on my dick (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> although, remember the other day when I had to get you to pull an ingrown hair out of my shaft?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the second time you've done that.
3: That's why you get married, folks. It
0: is. It really is.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you get right down there. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I don't mean to like throw it back to this butthole thing. Yeah. But I was thinking today about how getting my asshole waxed. Um, I don't think anybody has really looked at my asshole before
3: it's a vulnerable space to go
0: to the stranger is going to be looking right into my into my black hole
3: yeah no not into it it's usually pretty close okay closed up
0: yeah should i show you or someone my like should i just like just show someone my asshole first to be like (laughs) yo is it weird like should i warn them (laughs) about anything (laughs) <laughs> you know, like it, if there's like some crazy mole or something on my asshole and I never knew
3: Why don't you just look at your own asshole?
0: How the fuck does one do that?
3: You are a yoga teacher. You can bend over this in front of a mirror. This
0: is true. Um, yeah, I don't know profound during or after sex um, I don't know like I've had I've had people just say like God, you're beautiful or something like that.
1: Ah,
3: you told me you love me for the first time
0: while we were banging. Mm-hmm. That's pretty profound.
3: That is profound. Yeah oh, there's that, that heart explosion feeling that happened. I didn't say it back. But
0: I think I started to lose my boner. I think <laughs> I said it and was like, oh, you fucking idiot, Jeremy. You don't ever say it in the middle of sex. And then I was like, uh, uh, and I got really weird.
3: I don't remember you getting weird, but we talked about it immediately afterwards.
0: Oh, did we? Yeah. What did you What did you say? Were you like, mm, why did you say that in the I middle think, of sex? No,
3: I think you were like, that thing that I said uh, earlier. Uh, Just forget it. Is that going to be weird? <laughs> yeah.
0: Just forget I said it.
3: I was thinking about someone else. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I was thinking about my mom. Oh, God. <laughs> I was kissing you like my mom, and I just... <laughs> I, I haven't told my mom I loved her in, like, years. No fuck. I gotta go.
1: Oh, God. What's the
0: most profound... Is that it? Is that the most profound thing someone said to you all? all
3: oh, hanging? probably. I mean... Yes. And the thing is, too, I think this is like, you know, I don't have babies, but I think there's there's nothing profound about this at all. But when when someone's like, uh, "I'm gonna get you pregnant," <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna knock you up. <laughs> that, that oh, that's always kind of hot, but it's not very profound. Um, They're like,
0: uh, 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 ready to be a mother? No, <laughs> uh, oh, you're gonna be a mother really soon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh i definitely no. have never said that to you oh no oh no no you didn't there was a time we were fucking when we didn't know that you were not making babies
0: yeah that yeah t-
3: i'm sure i took a couple of pregnancy tests yeah that, that Kate, time. my
0: ex-girlfriend katie yeah. we had a really like close scare uh well it was it wasn't <laughs> but a close not. scare <laughs> but she like missed her period for like a good like week and a half and i was like oh my fuck she's pregnant for sure mm-hmm. panicking yeah, I wasn't shooting cum the whole time. I wasn't shooting sperm the whole time.
3: <laughs> oh, so much wasted money.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Sweet. Okay. Well, I'm glad that uh, I'm bad girl. I'm glad that you took the time to share that that comment with us. Yeah. Um, and uh, what a beautiful thing to say to someone.
3: Um, okay. So the next brain boner. Uh, we're gonna keep this person anonymous. So I guess we need like an anonymous name.
0: Ah. <sighs> We'll call her Gi-Lin.
3: Okay, Guy anyone lin
0: Anyone we need to keep anonymous, we'll just call them Gi or Gi-Lin. Okay. I know that Gi... Uh, no, we'll do
3: it in memory of Gi. In memory um, of Gi, yes, okay. who
0: has died, who has passed away and is dead now.
3: <clears throat> <laughs> hey, guys. Love everything you two Hey, Gi-Lin. <laughs> Thank you so much for putting this kind of openness and candidness around sexuality into the world. It's sexy as fuck and definitely makes me feel like less of a weirdo. Here's my question. Were you always open to the idea of open relationships and or polyamory or was this something that grew? I've always been so resistant to the idea of open or polyamorous relationship, but in the past six months or so, it's just started to make sense. I've been a serial monogamous through my teens and early 20s, but I've cheated on two of the four men I've been in long-term relationships with. I always felt deep regret for hiding things from them, for not communicating, and for for hurting them, but never for the act of hooking up and sharing a moment with someone else. It's mostly happened when either my partner or I was traveling, and never with more than one person. I never felt that I loved my partner any less by doing this. I've had one threesome, and although it wasn't the best experience, I'm extremely attracted to women, And want to do this again both in and outside my current relationship. I am definitely inclined to a more open relationship. However, my current partner ended his last relationship because his previous partner wanted to be polyamorous. I still have this feeling of shame around wanting multiple partners, even if only for sex. And I guess I'm wondering if this is normal and something to grow through with the right person or if it's a sign that I should stay monogamous. Thank you both so much. If this is read right on the podcast, could I stay anonymous? Please call me Ghislaine. I would really appreciate that. Love, Ghislaine.
0: Great question. Uh, first of all, I for sure 100% don't think that, uh, you know, her last comment there about saying, should I remain monogamous? I don't think so at all. Right. Um, uh, uh, Ghislaine, you sound like the type of person who just naturally tends to want to be more open in your relationships.
3: Yeah. And I don't know, maybe those things can change over time. I don't know, because I also had trouble with fidelity in my early relationships. And um, I definitely felt a lot of shame about that. And I think that before Jeremy and I started talking about polyamory, I didn't really have a vocabulary for expressing what my desires were. And like novelty is a big part of my... Sexual desire, um, to have my needs filled. I have like many different needs as do most of us and to have them filled by, um, uh, to have more of them filled is something that... To um, have
0: all of your holes filled is, mm -hmm. is the need, is the desire. That's what you're saying, right?
3: That's exactly what I was saying. I was going to take me right to the old threesome (laughs) bit. Uh, (laughs) but, um... What else did I want to say about that?
0: Well, I mean, we didn't even... Just to come back to her question, we weren't open to the idea of polyamory.
3: No, that was something we just started looking at together for the first time.
0: Because we literally stumbled into it. Yeah. So, like, how it it basically... The short Coles notes of it was, I had a super high sex drive. You didn't have uh, a sex drive that... That you felt could match that.
3: Yeah, I was always feeling like, uh, not lacking, but feeling like I just, for lack of a better word, couldn't keep up or just wasn't as interested in keeping up.
0: And so you broached the subject and said, maybe we should open the relationship. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? No, like, I'm not interested in that at all. And then we sort of dabbled into, all right, well, what if we started exploring adding someone to the bedroom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so we went to like sex clubs and yeah. we talked about that for the longest time. And we kind of had, we got pretty close to like adding a friend of ours. Yeah. Um, but that never came to fruition. And then the more and more we talked about it, the more and more we got closer to this idea of accepting the the idea of opening the relationship to be sexual with other people. hmm and that's where that started, and then of, of and course, that took
3: about five years, oh
0: yeah, it was a long fucking time. It
3: took about five years, from the inception to actually putting it into practice,
0: but then once we put it into practice it
3: accelerated from going very to, quickly. yeah,
0: from going to open relationship, having sexual uh encounters with other people to having like full on emotional, emotional connections. love connections with other people that that transition happened. We it crossed happened. that bridge pretty quick.
3: Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if it will always be like that, or if it's just like, oh, you know, this is the first time I've I've been with someone other than my long-term partner in five years, and that's kind of a, it's a bit of a mind
0: fuck yeah it totally is um
3: but yeah she it's a constant work in progress
0: but we talk about it all the time like we, the literature that we kind of came across during those times mm-hmm. uh ethical slut uh sex at dawn mm-hmm. we've got a book right now that like spe- specifically surrounds uh polyamory which is called more than two mm-hmm. and it's like basically a, a reference guide to polyamory it's actually pretty uh, it's it's pretty useful.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a bunch more that are floating around out there too. Mm. Uh, opening up is one I've heard a lot about, but I haven't read yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. I've just started following um, someone on Facebook called Nolan goes to sex school. And every now and then there's like a cool article. And one of them today was, or, Actually, he didn't post it today, but I found it there today. It's called The Unique Benefits of a Consensually Non-Monogamous Relationship. Hmm. And it talks about a survey done um, with people in monogamous relationship and people who are in non-monogamous relationships talking about um, what are the benefits of being in a relationship, period. And there are all these similarities between the two. So family and community benefits, such as having a larger social network and the ability to share responsibilities, trust or being able to be open and honest with another person, better and more frequent sex, feeling of love, strong communication, commitment or the ability to depend on another person for support. And, uh, and then there were three mentioned just by the non-monogamous, which was a diversified need fulfillment, which we already kind of touched on variety and non-sexual activities so having partners that are into doing different things um non-sexually with you so like i used to use the example of like hiking uh, if you're not really much of a hiker and and your partner is like you know wants to wants to be hiking with someone they feel close and romantic with then Mm -hmm. why not have someone there to do that with them
0: pup play if you know just non-sexual pup play romantic totally romantic non-sexual pup play Mm -hmm.
3: Uh, personal growth and development. So obviously just like lighting up different uh, corners of yourself uh, in the light of, of other people and finding love and stuff. So I think to to piggyback on what Jeremy said, I don't think that, you, that it's a, it should be ignored. I don't think you should ever suppress what your desires no. are. I think you should be honest about them as much as possible. And with Jeremy and I discussing polyamory, it was like, I'm interested in this. You're not ready for it. I prioritize you our relationship is the most important, but there was always kind of an understanding that we would keep talking about it yeah. down the road.
0: Yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, uh, be honest with yourself about it, but I think also, you know, um, uh, gilan you have an opportunity here to be honest with your partner that you're currently with, um, which is something that, you know, it seems like you, you haven't done in the past. So this could be a really great opportunity to explore that, even though his past relationship didn't work because of, polyamory that doesn't mean no
3: yours is something completely different it's a
0: completely different relationship and so until it's um, until the subject is broached you'll never know
3: and that is something polyamory is something that you have to do with the right person that's right um yeah if you want to work towards success
0: um cool all right speaking of threesomes uh becca and i are trying to so like, it's funny, we were polyamorous, we were like, let's see other people, and we were seeing other people, and then, and then you, f- you found some other guy who is now dead, um, <laughs> and then I found Becca, and, and then we kind of like went into monogamy with these other people, um, but Becca and I are, are seeking a threesome,
3: mm-hmm.
0: we, we are looking to add someone to the bedroom.
3: Is this a personal ad broadcasting? Ad no, 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 no.
0: No, I was going to ask you if you have any tips because I'm I'm actually not the one who's who's in charge. In charge here. Okay. Becca's is kind of doing the is pulling the strings. Um, she's on Tinder, swiping on ladies. I don't know if the Tinder thing is the way to go.
3: I mean, it's one way to go. Yeah, that's how we met our first threesome.
0: Yeah. This is true.
3: Um, and I think it's nice when the woman is in charge of finding that other person because it really has to be someone that they're comfortable with.
0: Absolutely. It t- it takes a lot of pressure off me. Yeah. It's nice.
3: Yeah. Um, and it it's like a process, so it might not happen right away. It's probably there's a lot of discovery and self-discovery in that for probably for Becca and for you. And, I mean, for her, just like looking at situations that present themselves understanding her own thoughts and feelings about what that situation would present Mm -hmm. and like when we first started talking about threesomes it was like yes we were exploring this idea and it was just like ah it's too close to home but like it's such a possibility and it was just back and forth all the time until such a day probably a couple years later that we actually found yeah a person yeah a couple of people
0: and it was fun yeah it was a good time
3: yeah and talking about it and propositioning people was also really fun
0: yeah that's what i'm having real, a lot of fun with that right now with becca like um you know we'll like sit down and she'll be like hey let's let's swipe on some people and i'm like okay and like we'll both be swiping together and and like and just yeah like uh, it's such a fu- it's such a funny thing to like, hear that
3: halifax if you're on tinder oh, yeah uh cute what's your profile name
0: uh Becca oh okay well. I think I think it's just Becca oh, I thought you
3: were going no to it's just
0: no no it's just her oh. it's her thing okay yeah anyway <laughs> uh okay yeah that totally came off as like a hey anybody out there <laughs> Anybody be listening quick
3: oh god
0: uh okay well hopefully we'll see uh a lot of you people out at the live show tonight mm-hmm. uh again it is sold out uh but if you show up with a box full of nudes we'll probably be able to squeeze you in <laughs> um and uh yeah, a we're talking
3: envelope with Jeremy's name on yeah, it. Yeah, let's
0: announce who we're talking about what we're talking to. Okay. Uh we're talking to a uh pretty kick ass woman by the name of Brandy. She was on Sick Boy. If you want to get a taste for what Brandy's like, go to the transgender episode on Sick Boy. Uh she is a fucking force. Super funny. I cannot wait. Uh I'm really, really stoked for tonight. And, uh, I
3: feel like I'm going to be the third wheel. You two have a relationship already. Yeah,
0: well, you know, who knows? Maybe I got to bring
3: my game. I got to bring my my A game.
0: Yeah, well,
3: I'm going to ask the hard hitting questions. Yeah,
0: ask ask the hard hitting ones. Um, okay, well, uh, let's throw it to this week's episode. We talked to Chelsea. She's all about feet. Uh, was anybody ever come on your feet, Bratty? Um,
3: no one has come on my feet, but I've had like half of my foot in someone's mouth before.
0: Oh my God. I know. it's it a big fucking mouth. Weird. Yeah.
3: But I liked it. Was
0: he gagging? Nope. Okay. That's a lot of foot It in was mouth. like,
3: and I'm very ticklish. So yeah. it was like, it was weird because I had to, Jesus. and I find this more and more lately is like sex is happening and I might not be totally into what the person is doing, but if I can channel what the whatever the emotional reaction is into like like i don't i don't know it just becomes very like
0: sex is not a thing you do it is a place place you go go.
3: yeah
0: Um, that's that's what they say that's what (laughs) uh enjoy this week's episode uh we'll see you all tonight Said that. When
4: was the last time you had sex? Uh, the other night, but like barely. It it was really brief, and I wish I, I didn't have to count it. Oh no! <laughs> um, I guess the guy it had been like seven months for him, and I was like, "Well, I'll take that as a compliment," kind of thing. He was like, "I'm so sorry, but uh, oh yeah, it oh. was like it wasn't satisfying for me. I mean, the foreplay was good, yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
4: but uh, besides that, nothing. Why is that? Like, so a guy comes and then sex is over, so you don't get it to uh, well,
0: can I had that conversation the other day?
4: Ugh. Mm, if it was someone that I had been seeing, no, it's yeah. not over. Um, yeah. But this was the first time I had slept with this person, yeah. And you know, we know each other, but I was just kind of like, it's fine, like it's fine. Let's just. We were kind of drunk. Just I was like, let's it. yeah. I was like, let's just pass out now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you guys drinking? We were drinking. Yeah, yeah we had some beers, and then. You know, back to his place. The foreplay was great. Um, And I had high expectations. I feel like that kind of...
0: Oh, no. Yeah,
4: I was like, okay, well, whatever. And I it had been like a month before that for me, which I know wasn't super long, but that's for me long. it is. For mm-hmm. some
0: people, that's a l- yeah, long time. It is.
4: like I was like regularly seeing someone kind of off and on for like a year before that. So I was used to having my satisfaction mm-hmm. but now i'm just kind of like okay seeing what i can do with this and it wasn't uh, the best but I'd, I'd give it another shot yeah oh yeah. well that's good yeah
0: that would probably uh that would probably probably make him feel good to know that
4: yeah there's no. no there's
0: nothing worse than the, i mean from the guy's perspective that's a shit feeling you know of like of, of just going in shooting real early and being like ah oh, fuck
3: See, I would say that as a woman, it's kind of only if the guy's into it. So he comes, and then if he is just happens to be one of those guys that's really into eating pussy oh, yeah. or something, mm-hmm. and then they're like, well, I'm taken care of, so now you just relax and I'll take care of you. Then there's like, that's a great feeling as a woman because you're like, well, my job here is done. I'll just lay here and yeah. enjoy this until, man, maybe we'll go again
4: absolutely i don't expect that as much with hookups or at least i haven't experienced that usually when it's like someone you've been seeing it's more like okay i would like to be doing this for you but when it's a hookup i feel like sometimes it's just kind of like
0: fuck it but what if they offered (laughs) oh absolutely yeah you'd be like sweet of of course
4: yes please but in that moment i was drunk and i can't come when i'm drunk Mm, right um yeah it's just not a thing so i was like well it was nice while it lasted, but <laughs> yeah. from here yeah. on out, you could keep going down on me, but I'm not going to come. There's so. not going to be a...
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. But that's still fun, right? Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. yeah, of
0: course. Yeah, exactly. So... I,
4: yeah, I think the whole like goal of coming
3: for, for a lot of people when they're having sex is like, okay, first we do the foreplay, and then I do this to your bits, and mm-hmm. you do this to my bits, and then we do here, and then we penetrate, and then one, hopefully both of us come, and then it's over. That... I
4: just think that uh, formula is a little bit dated. Yeah, I don't think sex is all about coming. Mm-hmm. Even if the guy doesn't come, I don't think yeah. it matters. Like the whole thing should be good. And like I said, I can't come when I'm drunk, and it's also hard for me in general. So unless you've been sleeping with me for a bit and know how my body works, mm-hmm. I don't really expect that either. So it's it's more than that.
0: Um, one and just to just to kind of touch on again from the guy's perspective and from a scientific point uh there's a reason well there, there this could uh lead towards one of the reasons why oftentimes when the guy comes things really come to a halt which is there's there's a release of hormones that happens in a male when he comes that does not happen for a female the same release of hormones do not release in the female and the hormones that are released in a male when he comes is um are the hormones that are one of the hormones that are directly tied to being sleepy. Mm -hmm. So it's like, guy comes, he wants to go to sleep. And that is just a natural after effect of blowing your load. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I I would guess for sure ties into the whole like, oh, I came, so now I guess it's over. Mm. Because the guy's just like, well, I gotta, I have to sleep now. You know, like the body is just telling you Oh, yeah, no, it's time. It's like sleepy time now. Right. Right?
3: Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm.
0: But get over it.
3: <laughs> it's the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't need to take a nap right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Fucking pull up it's your... first uh, thing in the morning. Pull up your socks, bro. bro.
3: Do you all have time of days, but times of the day where you're not like, I don't like having sex when I wake up first thing in the morning?
4: Yeah, no, I'm not a morning sex person, but like, I can get down with it. But if you've fucked the night before especially, and you wake up, you're like, I'm not so fresh right now, and yeah. it's really bright in here, and I'm, I'm kind of just wanting to, like, sleep, and I mean, nothing wrong with, like, the lights being on, but, you know, the sunlight in the morning, you're just kind of like, oh, uh,
3: the light, yeah, so like, bright. Yeah, like, go away. Like,
0: mm-hmm. right? I love it.
3: You love it. I sex? love
0: it. Yeah, because I wake up anyway with a raging heart on, so, like, <laughs> and not that I'm turned on, I just wake up, and my body's like... hey good morning like blood's flowing you're hard and and then as if as soon i can easily just let that dissipate which it very quickly will after i've been awake for like you know two minutes but if any part of me like (laughs) brushes up on that erection then it's like ah fuck now i'm Mm -hmm. roaring to go so what's up but i get it i get the whole like you know you got morning breath like You're not, if you, if you were having sex the night before and you didn't like shower after.
3: I like to stretch a little bit in the morning. Like as if, like, that's what usually ends up happening is if someone tries to have morning sex with me, I'm just like, like also stretching at the same time.
0: Is that your cue to be like, no thanks?
3: (laughs) No, it's mine.
4: Let me just prepare for this.
3: Yeah. Right. Right. Where has
4: the best sex of your life been? Oh, fuck. (laughs) Uh nowhere too exciting just straight up in Halifax in my bed Yep. Yep. honestly um, if I'm outside that's fun but I'm not gonna be able to have the best sex of my life I need to be like in the zone what made that sex so great in your bed just probably so much comfort um, being with someone that I'm really into and uh, there's no like time restrictions you know we're in our own place do what we want, uh, be as loud as we want. It's nice.
3: I love this um, this thing that Esther Perelsells and I talk about her all the time. Um, she's a relationship therapist, or she's a therapist, but she does a lot of stuff with relationships. And one of the things that she says um, is sex is not a thing that you do. It's a place that you go. And I subscribe to that 100% like when I am really connected to someone that and and we're in the act of having sex it's like it's like going into this little wonderland where you can set aside any sort of like manners or um Beliefs you have about yourself or expectations and you just go and you and the thing is, is like meeting someone there rather than being like, this is the thing that I do during sex. And this is the thing that you do. And hopefully that they match up. It's like, let's engage in this and see where we go together. Mm. I love it. I like that a lot. Yeah.
0: How are you putting that to use? Like, are you like, when was the last time that like, have you used that
3: I've never said that and like had that agreement with a partner before Mm -hmm. we started, but I, um, I, I think it plays out naturally in how I, um, read someone's body language and approach them physically, like physically approaching to touch or kiss or whatever. And just really try to read body language and nonverbal communication Mm. and, um, And also give a lot of body language and nonverbal communication.
0: Yeah, definitely better than being just a dead fish.
3: Yeah, or being rigid in like, this is what I do when I have sex with someone.
0: Yeah, right, right. Because
3: some people are just so like, this is how I fuck. Mm -hmm. And... You're like, it's like kissing. You, you can feel it when you kiss someone and they're like, this is how I kiss and this is where the tension is in my face and my lips and my tongue. And you're just like, oh God, you're, you're not at
4: all engaged in this with me.
3: It's mm. just something Do, you're
4: doing. At me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's the deal with you and feet?
4: Me and feet. I uh, dated a guy for like four years who had a foot fetish. And uh, we're no longer together, but I still really get turned on by the idea of uh my feet being worshiped.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah. you're you aren't the foot fetishist.
4: I'm like an
0: enthusiast. F- right. Okay. You're the one on the on the uh on the other end.
4: I like to receive, right. um which is something I didn't know until I, I dated this guy. Super interesting. Um I honestly felt like after we stopped dating for a while, I wasn't sure if I would be Satisfied ever again? I was like, no. Like I was pretty dramatic about it. I was like, what am I gonna do? Like it'll never be the same. Like I don't know. I think I'm fine, but like it's definitely a little perk that I like wish I could come across again.
0: <laughs> so what what did that look like um, from from their perspective? Like what was the things that would really? Because um, I've never I've never even thought about grabbing a foot, sucking a foot, like really touching feet, unless I'm using it as a handle mm-hmm. of some sort. Um, while engaging in sex. So, like, what does that look like when someone is is super turned on by feet?
4: Uh, Well, first you're mentioning you've never really even thought about that. It's, like, kind of funny because until I found out about him having the foot fetish, it's not something I thought about either. I feel like you're either really into it or you're not, and he just, like, went all in. Because I gave him the comfort, I was like, oh, so you are really into this. Like, how much do you like this? Like a lot like a little bit and he just kind of was like oh and i was like you have to tell me and he was just like a lot okay and i, I was like it's okay it's just like,
0: a volcano erupts. yeah i was like
4: it's okay it's totally fine i was like that's your thing and he was like well i'd rather it be our thing and i was like okay like i would love for that to be our thing um so it uh from my perspective like you know i always kind of noticed that he would just pay extra attention to them and touch them a lot um but then once it actually came out uh it became this whole thing um and you can tell like how into feet this person is i feel like it's anyone who's into feet loves them um and as they want to get their hands on them and mouths and probably their dicks as yeah. much as possible
0: okay so like you were you were like jerking them off with your feet yeah would you like um, fuck your feet like like, you know, like, how sometimes guys will, like, like, titty fuck? Yep. And you just mash your feet together and
4: yeah. fuck them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes foot cramps were a thing. Mm-hmm. That's a thing you you probably don't think about, but that happens.
0: You would get foot cramps from...
4: Yeah, because so, I want to do a good job. <laughs> right,
0: right, because you're trying to use your feet as if you were using your hands. So. I,
4: I feel like it's more aesthetic. Like, okay. and that's what... Because we would talk about it, and I'm like, this can't feel like that good in my opinion like yeah but he's like you know it just it looks great kind of thing Mm.
0: would he get you to like would you would you try to like flex your feet in certain ways you know like uh like how dancers it's called a point yeah it's a flex and point where you're you're simultaneously pointing the ball of your foot but flexing your toes towards your face
4: yeah like maybe we would be like facing each other and i'd kind of like put my feet out kind of thing sure right um would you put them on his face yeah, I I would, like, he'd be laying down, and I would, like, literally stand over him and, like, step on his face and everything. Whoa. Yeah, he loved it. What about like, I, love I loved that. it. That's, I loved it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what about with, like, stockings and stuff? Does that add to it, or does that take it away?
4: Sometimes, yeah, it definitely was something that he liked, and I liked to wear them, so it was fun. It was just, like, a sheer kind of covering, um, and then he'd, like, slowly get to take them off, or I'd wear, like heels or something that like you can see like the cleavage of my toes it's mm-hmm. kind of like the cleavage of your of your boobs right yep. And he's just like oh it's like a little tease
0: now how long did it take for you to be turned on by this like foot worship right like was this like an immediate like oh shit i love this or was it kind of a ah, i'll do what you want me to do and then eventually you
4: no it was like imme- like I kind of figured it out before he told me. He was really shy about it. Because I think some people are really embarrassed. Even though I think it's way more common than you think. Yeah. Sure. I actually... I do know some other people with foot fetishes. But anyway. Um, I responded once to a,
3: um, a Craigslist ad for someone lo- who was looking to worship feet. But um, I think I, t- I gave him a price. and I think it was too high. And he shied away. What oh, was, no.
0: What was the price? Also, what was he looking for? Yeah, uh,
3: I think... I, I was going to charge him 100 and 100 and $100 for half an hour. And a half hour of f- him worshipping my feet.
0: Oh, like in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so this isn't like a video submission kind of thing. No. Oh, wow. I
3: sent him a couple of photos of my feet. And 100 bucks for it. a half hour? You have cute feet. Shit. Thanks. <laughs> I've been 20 told 20. that before. <laughs> um but yeah, I I think what what about um like are you kind of it sounds like in that relationship um sexually maybe we're like a dom
4: in a dominant position. Me? With your feet, yeah. Uh with my feet, perhaps. Okay. Uh but aside from that, no, I was definitely submissive. Okay. Um but with my feet, yeah. I honestly felt like I could like control sometimes uh like, you know, some people, you know, they'll know their partner's coming over so they'll wear lingerie well, I would just like wouldn't wear socks right. and he'd yeah. come over and I would just kind of know that I would immediately like get his attention that way. And there'd be times where like maybe we'd be arguing and I'd be like, you should come over. And he's like, well, you probably like won't be wearing any socks. And I'm like, well, I'm not. And <laughs> he's like, I hate you, but I like, I want to fuck you so bad. Yeah. Like- right, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I kind of felt like, I don't know. I did have a little bit of power with that, but I, it's not just like, Power, like I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know. It's not I've talked to friends about it and they're like, Oh, like you just like it made you feel sexy. I'm like, Well yeah, but at the same time it genuinely turned me on. Like sometimes you'll suck each other's fingers and stuff. It's like, Well, sometimes he's sucking my toes. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, Oh my god. It's such a crazy sensation. Uh
3: I've never
0: had my toes suck.
4: Have you? ready oh yeah i have yeah
3: and i really like it like sometimes just on their own and sometimes like while someone's also fucking me Mm. and that is like that's out of control it's amazing yeah
0: wow okay interesting i've never sucked a toe i don't think have i sucked your toes before i don't i don't don't think i have no i don't think so yeah again like i never think about it i've never put a foot in my mouth
3: and I'm always like, oh, my feet are probably like covered in floor dirt right now from walking around with no shoes on as always, but they never seem
4: to care. Yeah, I have a funny story about that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me. Um, So before said boyfriend uh, came out to me about this, I actually like had to get him to tell me. Yeah. But um, before it was a thing, we were camping with our friends and we were drunk and we were like, let's go fuck. So we were like not wearing shoes and we walked down to the car and so my feet are all sandy and everything. And uh, we're uh, going at it from behind and then all of a sudden he just like rips my leg out and like takes my foot and puts it right in his mouth. And we had never talked about any of this and he was really drunk and I was just like, you like feet, like I know you do. And they were full of sand and everything. (laughs) And he was just like loving it. I was like,
0: We have to (laughs) talk about this when we're sober. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I knew it. I was like, okay, it's clear. Did you ever put toes in your mouth? Uh, no. I have no interest in a male foot, but I would definitely, like, if I was with a girl, yeah. uh, if she had nice feet, because I definitely do care about if someone has nice feet or not. Um, I would definitely put them in my mouth. But it wouldn't um do much for me. But if it did something for them, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. definitely don't. It's not like I've gained this, like, fetish where I get turned on my feet. Mm. I don't know if that's a thing for feet, I feel like it's something you really are born with. Right. That's just my opinion.
0: It's cool. It's interesting that it was, it turned into something that legitimately turned you on though, to have your feet worshiped. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, I have a bit of a thing for hands, um, but very, like a very specific type of hand uh, that I don't think is very common. So like it's, you know, Uh it's it's making me think of the like uh Seinfeld episode, the man hands Seinfeld episode. Like that would be me, like that episode of she's got man hands. <laughs> like I can't couldn't couldn't do it. Like if i I couldn't get behind that. Oh, okay. Um yeah, there's something about like like Brad your hands. I remember when we first started dating. I was like, like almost like fetish-esque, like addicted. To just like looking at your hands, the 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 thought of your hands, but there's not a lot of hands that are like yours, very very like yeah no very dainty like you got hand model hands.
3: Is that how you came to come up with the your way of sizing me for an engagement ring? Yeah, (laughs) probably. Yeah, actually. Um, yeah, he called in. He he called a mutual got in touch with a mutual friend of ours who worked with a um a guy who made films and advertisements and stuff, and who called me up for an audition for a hand model. But it was really just to get my ring sizes. That was fucking really That's brilliant. actually was awesome. I know. Was that so, is great.
0: I know. <laughs> I
3: know. Um, so good. Back to the foot worship thing, I was th- just thinking like you, when you were saying you didn't know if you would ever be able to be fulfilled again after this relationship mm-hmm. ended in that way. And I was just thinking of like, what about just saying to, I get this is a very, dominating or uh, thing to say would be like put my toes in your mouth
4: okay so i've definitely thought about that um when i start seeing somebody like if i'm just gonna hook up with someone one time or at that point is that's as far as i know i'm not gonna ask them this but if i start seeing someone um kind of regularly i'm like so do you have any fetishes it's kind of my way of trying right. to see if they have a foot fetish or not because i'm like because i'm totally okay if you do you know yeah um this is something i've learned from that relationship i just while well, you're
0: it. saying it you're just dangling because <laughs> like totally just, I don't know if you see. just
4: in case Jeez,
0: my feet are looking good today um
4: um but uh i haven't had anyone come out and say that to me and i just like i said i just feel like you either like feet or you don't so i've thought about being like well you know like this does something for me but if they're not turned on by it, I don't really want them to do it to me. Mm. And I feel like feet are a touchy subject.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely can't speak for everyone, obviously, but I feel like, I feel like a lot of people. And so I'm, I'm curious to know why, why would, why do you think you wouldn't, you know, hypothetical situation, you meet someone at a bar, things are going really good, he's cute, uh, you go back to your place, start having sex it's like really great sex in the heat of the moment. Isn't there like a just that part of you that just would love to just go stick my fucking toes in your mouth. Like just, just put my foot in your mouth. Cause I feel like most, yeah. most guys I, I feel like will go. Yes, ma'am. like yeah. Whatever abso- you say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: I've been thinking about this more lately, to be honest. And, uh, the last person that I was, uh, seeing, uh, they randomly would like play with my feet sometimes, but I was just kind of like, is this
1: is this a thing? Because
4: I asked if they had fetishes. They were kind of vanilla. Um, I was like, maybe they're just fucking around. Um, but I really liked it. I feel like I could get more into asking people, but again with feet, like I could I feel like I could be more comfortable asking someone to like Put a butt plug in me than like my foot yeah. in their mouth for some reason I don't know yeah. I feel like ass play is like more accepting than well, foot play almost
0: yeah I mean because it's there's like it's not weird like foot play isn't a weird thing I don't think it's, it's just that not weird. a it for me it's like it's not a it's not a go to thing it's a oh well I would never have thought that that would be uh, a, what's the word an erogenous zone like I I, I would. I would never have like placed that as like the a, one of the top tiers of the of the places to like pay attention to. So just to put it out there, you know, I man, I almost guarantee you you it's going to be rare to come across someone where if you say play with my feet and they go you fucking weirdo? <laughs> you no. Freak. <laughs> well, or because
3: <freak? laughs> I think it's keeping in line with that sex is the place you go. So now you're in this thing and like I yeah, I I feel sometimes like someone i'm sleeping with i could say anything to in the moment and it would be just the sound of your hearing someone's voice talking to you or telling you to do something is uh pretty sexy in the moment mm, definitely. but um the worst thing that they could do is be like yeah sure i'll do that and then they just kind of put your their toes in your mouth and then they quickly change and then you go okay that's not for them yeah so hey, that's the worst on. case yeah.
0: Hey, you got your toe in the mouth for, That's a for great a second, point. You know? That's a great
3: point. And the other thing too is about asking people if they have fetishes is I just don't think people, even if people might think they're really vanilla, but it's like, but what do you fantasize about when you are jerking off at mm. home? Mm. You know, like yeah, thinking because about like, something. And, and that's, the, that's the other
0: thing is that you ask that question. What do you, what are your, what do you have any fetishes? Oftentimes I think people are going to go, I don't know. Right? Like, for example, Chelsea, like you didn't know that foot worship, being on the worshiping side or on the worshiped side. This is true. Huge turn on until it happened. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if someone said, do you have any fetishes back then? And was, let's say you didn't, uh, you you probably would have been like, well, not really.
4: Yeah. It wouldn't have crossed my mind, actually.
0: Yeah. So to be on the, the end of it of saying, hey, uh, do you have any fetishes? And they go, I don't know. And then to say, well, you know what? Try sucking my toes. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe they'll be like, oh, my God, I have a foot fetish. Like, I just realized that I didn't know. I mean, because the things that I've, like, I'm super into that are, like, you know, that dive into the kink world, I didn't know I was into it until I was asked to do it or just tried it, you know? That's a good point. And actually, there's some things that I'm currently exploring that for sure if you would ask me if I was into it like six months ago I would have went I would have laughed I would have legitimately went ha absolutely not so you never know you know what I mean you never know until until you try
3: other than having your feet worshipped Chelsea do you have any finishes
4: uh not currently I, I hate to say it um that's like the biggest one it's, <laughs> my, it's my favorite
3: <laughs> i find it's hard to sometimes to move on from something that you fantasize about until you feel like you can have that need fulfilled whenever you want you know what i mean like maybe if and once you get to a point where you can be like a super straight up about getting you know people to worship your feet then, then maybe it'll open the door to the next thing which who knows
0: Mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah. it's a funny thing erogenous zones particularly because like
0: there's the backs
3: of the knees the inner thighs and it could be like anything on a different person
0: at one time i was uh, having a really um very long drawn out makeout session and it only ended up being that but the person i was making out with was very like um not aggressively it was very slow and sensual and and um like like caring But it was, there was a lot of pressure in where she was pressing her tongue and like tonguing my collarbone, which I would never have thought to do that. And I was like, I was like, like grasping the fucking couch being like, oh my God, this is heavenly. Like it was unbelievable. Just from licking my collarbone. Like I never, I never would have thought. Bones. Like my hip, my hip bones. I had someone suck on my hip bone one time. Yeah
3: and it was a it was a crazy sexy yeah it felt so good my hip bones just the little ones it's definitely pretty sexy spot
0: yeah, yeah like having i know that because i I've, on my side of things it feels really good to grab a set of hip bones mm. and like sort of manipulate hip bones with my hands um and i've heard that that feels really good as well
1: mm-hmm.
3: yes mm-hmm. it does that is correct <laughs>
0: I wonder if it would feel like you just start licking my elbow.
3: Yeah, I was thinking the elbow was the next <laughs> thing on my mind. I'm going to try the... Maybe the chin? Yeah. The chin. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: Just have something suck on your chin. chin
0: like, oh, God. <laughs> Definitely don't make that noise.
3: <laughs> oh, God. Speaking
0: of feet and stuff, I uh, I had someone on Facebook one time. So I used to host this children's television show, which is okay. crazy that it's coming up on this podcast. Um, and a lot of the work that I did on this show as the host, it was an art show. So like I would make art. Um, and a lot of the shots from the cameras would be on my hands. And there was this person who added me on Facebook and they sent me a message and the message was, uh, you have really sexy hands. And that was it. And which I don't I have like fucking clubbed fingers. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. But anyway, uh, and I went to their profile to like kind of creep, what they're all about, and they were just their their profile picture was like these crazy gnarly long male uh, toenails. Yeah, they were super gnarly, and and like and and their photos were just like their hands and they're, like all just nails, just nail 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 nails. And then they were on like a their they were on these groups like their 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 pages that they followed were like. Hand nail and t- and toenail fetishes, and so back in the day when this happened, it was a number of years ago. I got totally weirded out, and I was like, I'm never responding to that person ever again. And only like a year ago, I was having this conversation with someone. I was like, Yeah, well, there's this one time this person reached out and was like, You have lovely hand nails, and they were like, Dude, you missed out on a fucking monetary op- uh, opportunity there. Like, you probably could have just sold that person.
3: Your fingernails.
0: Bags of your nail clippings, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, you're brilliant!" So I went back to find the person, and I <laughs> laid it out. I was like, "Yo, still liking these nails? Fifty <laughs> bucks a bag." <laughs> I was like, "Gonna fucking just clip all my nails, put them and in send the little dime them. bags." They weren't into it. They well, they they never responded.
4: They moved on.
3: You they, missed your opportunity. Yeah, I yeah.
0: missed it. Yeah, yeah I could have been a millionaire.
3: Um. Yeah so uh chelsea would you sell your toenails to someone if they wanted them
4: yes yeah 100% yeah i uh i i would definitely do that have <laughs> you ever sold anything parts of your body <laughs> your body your hair your fingernails <laughs> no but i i do know um i have some friends who can. oh yeah and they've sold like their underwear or like socks and i'm like i would do that Man, why not selling
0: your underwear it's like it's a no-brainer why not? Why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Like that to me is just. Uh, it's a lot of trips to the post office. I it guess would have to so. be worth it. Yeah. yeah, but I think it would be worth it. I think. I mean, I, th- I think the money is out there.
4: Yeah, it's like thirty bucks a pair of underwear. I would it's... want like fifty. Yeah, yeah, to make it worth yeah, that trip, you know.
3: Yeah, and especially like maybe there's a market too if you have like a if anyone out there i don't know i would love to know like are, is there a market for underwear that's like specifically from this is really nasty um women with like bv or uh What's like bv uh bacterial vaginosis oh um, yeah
0: yeah it's like real, real fishy yummy if you've
4: thought about it it's probably out it's there it's probably out
3: oh, there for that's sure true.
0: yeah yeah I mean the more rank the better i think if with a lot of with a with a lot of that that's super gross if they
3: want to be able to smell you yeah. um, even after it's traveled in the mail for how however long yeah. so you to get you gotta invest in the ziploc bags mm-hmm.
0: still think it's a worth worthy uh business venture yeah um what was it oh uh so Chelsea, you had mentioned that you um you were like oh if i was if I was seeing a girl I would I would probably consider like licking her feet. Yep. So do you do you uh, do you identify as bisexual?
4: Uh, pan.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay, so you're pretty much open to anything.
4: Yeah, I don't care if you're a girl or a guy or something in between. I, if mm-hmm. I vibe with you and I like your energy and I'm attracted to you, it's great. And just because you're like a hot girl or a hot guy or whatever else, it doesn't mean I'm attracted to you.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, it needs to be more than that. So. Have you always been like that, like since the beginning of your kind of sexual awakening? Always. Yeah. When I remember being like really young and like fooling around with my little girlfriends and uh and then now later on in years there's definitely more than female and male. Yeah. Um, as far as that goes, uh in society. Um, but I've always just been okay with it. It just never phased me. Mm-hmm i hear a lot of women say
3: that they fooled around with their girlfriends as little kids and so and i did and my good friends did that you know that i talked to about and they're like oh my god i had the same experience and blah 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 um and i don't even think i realized at the time that it was like a sexual thing um back in elementary school take turns going down on
4: each other and stuff
0: going down on each other that's like we would like use fingers but i never
4: we weren't going down on each other i think that's awesome that's pretty intense yeah (laughs) yeah it was just one friend but but like back in like grade one two or three i can't remember yeah same yeah
3: um you also had mentioned something i don't know if you want to get into this here and now but about your mama bear Mm -hmm. um exposing you to uh the world of erotic life in a in unusual kind of way oh yeah
4: yes uh so she'll never hear this um she was an escort okay for wow. like most of my life and uh my she didn't want my brother to know but i knew so
0: and how did you find that out
4: i don't even know i think it was just i was, I was kind of like a really smart kid i was very aware um and i even though I didn't fully understand, like I knew what was happening and I think she got that and she knew that she could use me as like a cover up, like, oh, where's mom? Oh, she's just at work.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know.
4: You yeah. Know? That's funny. So she would be open about it with me. That's great. Yeah.
0: And how, how open about it would she be? Like, um, uh, I mean like with, uh, so, so for most of your life, she was an escort.
4: Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and and so was like, were you privy to like where she would work and like, like what the logistics of that were? Like, was it was she an escort through sort of, um, like like the classifieds sort of sort of situation, or was it like she was at a, a, a you know an, an, a brothel like an underground brothel type situation?
4: Um, I don't know about the brothel or not, but there's definitely been uh some ads and there's definitely when we were a lot younger i i'm from winnipeg um some more street wise oh, oh things. wow okay. okay uh so i was very aware of that but it was weird because i would get like phone calls uh at the host and i'd be like hello and they'd be like oh it's like this like weird name there mm. and i'm like no like who is that and like it was my mom's like fake name yeah oh wow and i and then i feel like i started catching on i was like okay well,
1: yeah right. yeah
4: i see what's happening here. my <laughs> mom's name is candy lollipop and
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's just a thing that she yeah. does well i think that's awesome um what what do you remember like the first kind of like conversation you had about that uh was there ever any time where she was like e- look you know what's up um here's the sex talk or whatever
4: anything like that we never had a sex talk um i've always just i think she just always knew that i i was a smart girl who like knew ab- about that right and when i started having sex like i was always loved to have sleepovers with like my boyfriends and whatever um yeah because she-
0: <laughs> because you could easily just go uh i'm having a sleepover night no sorry we we you can't do that here uh mom
3: yeah, like, I hello. just answered
0: the phone and a man <laughs> just asked for candy lollipop and I told him that he that she, you
3: were in the bathroom taking a yeah, shit yeah yeah
0: yeah. it's like uh I, I guess that kind of makes sense that you were allowed to kind of do
4: I was yeah yeah I think because I was so aware of her things that she had going on I have always been able to do whatever I wanted right um
0: did that ever become an issue? Like the with her work, like like um in terms of people finding out or anything it, like it that. It was it was an issue. It oh, was yeah? an issue.
4: Yeah, it's not something she wanted to be doing necessarily. Uh it's just the lifestyle she fell into. She no longer is in that lifestyle at all. She's like an office woman now. hmm Uh but when we were younger, or when I was younger and we were in Winnipeg and whatnot, like people would see her. Yeah. around and it was definitely an issue because I I didn't like it
1: mm. but
4: she's my mom and I protected her mm-hmm. and would just be like I don't know what you're talking about yeah
0: mm-hmm. whatever
4: but I'm it's something I had to come to terms with and now like being able to talk about it it's fine with me because I don't have a problem with people doing that at all but mm. as a child it bothered me because it was like why do I have to like lie for you
3: yeah because it
0: comes down on you as well yeah and that was
4: a lot as a
3: child (laughs) and i imagine uh if you know that that's what your mom or anybody you care about is into that when you see things in the news about like violence Mm -hmm. or any of that kind of stuff it would make you give you more cause for concern and worry about your parents or whoever it is that you care Mm. about
4: yeah yeah no it's a thing i like i have friends who uh do that and i'm just like just be careful. Like, I don't care. Just be careful. Just be safe. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. all that I care about.
3: Yeah. I think from what I understand, and I've talked to a number of sex workers in lots of different capacities, and they, the, a lot of times safety is really less about the people you're engaging with in sex work and more about, people who are not involved but are angry or have judgment about you for doing it and so it's like more like your neighbors you're worried about being like um uh what's the word not isolated but um alienated Mm -hmm. by like people in your Mm. community and that's where more violence comes from Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) is there anything that we haven't touched on that you were hoping we would get into
4: um as far as the foot fetish goes uh, i was actually reflecting on it recently I just wanted to say how funny I think it is that I actually would, like, find myself wondering, like, when me and my ex broke up. And, you know, you're not really over them and, you know, wondering, like, what they're up to. It's like, oh, like, I heard they're with this, like, new girl. I wonder if she has nice feet. It's like, who thinks that?
1: Yeah, right.
4: (laughs) Right? Like, I was thinking, I was like,
1: who who thinks that? Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah, they're definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Are you on Tinder? I am, but I've never met anyone on it. I, I don't really... Uh, I'll match with people. It's kind of like an ego thing, I guess. Just like, uh-huh, like, match. want. I, I, wa- I
3: kind of want you to go create a profile that's just about your feet.
0: Mm.
4: Just like,
3: you yeah, know? Yeah, you should just
0: name your feet. <laughs> yeah. Like...
4: Draw little faces
3: on them. <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: Like, on your toenails. I would probably get um, a lot of feedback. I feel like there's a lot of foot lovers out there. But just because you like feet doesn't mean... I'm like okay, come touch my feet. Like I have to want you mm. as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do have a little like fantasy sometimes about like
3: let's put let's put foot fetish in there. So about like here I am in my home and uh, just going about my life, and uh, I have appointments where people who want to worship my feet will come in and i'll like sit on the couch or do sit in the tub or whatever and they'll they'll pay me money just to do their foot thing and then they'll leave and i'll go about my day and that's i guess that's the kind of sex work but i would totally
4: i totally be down for that i i would be too um for something like that's more like businessy and kind of fun because you're like haha like I'm in control like yet again like here you can paint my toenails or like give me a massage because you're the one benefiting from it yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> in every way
0: I, I sometimes would fantasize about the day that I'm making lots of money and then I would hire people to come and just tickle my back
3: would <laughs> just like clean my house
0: <laughs> <laughs> and well and that too
3: <laughs> at the same time
0: <laughs> I've actually thought about that a number of times I'm like I, I, how, much, how much would I have to pay someone just to tickle my back like 24-7 every night yeah, all, no no all day long. All day long. Yeah, if I'm if I'm not moving. Yeah. If I'm sitting, as you, long as I'm sitting.
3: You want your back? This tickles? person
0: that I've hired, they're my back tickler. Yeah. Oh God. Or like my hair, they'll play with my hair. <laughs> they'll blow me. You know <laughs> <laughs> the normal things.
4: <laughs> just have them there, just in case. A little sensual play. I like that.
0: I like that we covered. Feet, <laughs> nails, and uh, sex work—all like all wrapped up into one. Uh, well, thanks, Chelsea. Yeah, thanks like, for coming do. in, and thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. But in the meantime, as always, and you know, it sounds real repetitive because we say it every. Maybe fucking I week. should say it. You say it because you right? say it every time. Yeah.
3: Um, go on over I'm going to say just exactly what you say (laughs) go on over to iTunes um, rate subscribe Um, all of those things help our ratings on and review um, on our on the iTunes podcast list and we like being um, flattered Uh, We read them to each other before we go to bed at night, Um, so we fall asleep with little smiles on our faces.
0: Yes, but it also does help us grow as a podcast so that more people can hear us as well, Yeah, as well as giving us little boners in our head.
3: And we have Instagram and Facebook. You can follow us there. You can check out our Bum series, our Sunday Bunday series. Uh,
0: Jill's got a butt, butt up there. Ah, yep.
3: that's, that right. Juice.
0: Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It's juice. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, and I, you, you, know, you want to submit that to us? We, we, we love all bums of all shapes and sizes and colors and um, orientations. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can put a lovely little caption on there for us, and uh, or I'll make one up for you. It's one of my favorite things to do. And uh, is that everything of social media related?
0: That's everything. Okay.
3: Well, then until next week.
0: Go fuck yourself.